0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Can you believe that February is already almost behind us? It's crazy how fast 2017 is going. And February was our month of celebrating the fact that we hit 1 million downloads, which is just awesome. And to celebrate, I really wanted to acknowledge all of you. So running a little contest right now, and it's a way for you to win a free month of membership in my Inner Circle community. And my Inner Circle community is where you get coaching from me, you get daily morning, evening practices, you get guided meditations, you get my behind-the-scenes life hacks, and you get access to a really cool tribe of people. It's just such an amazing loving community. Really a place you can find your soul family. If you want to know more about it, Christinehassler.com slash inner circle. And if you want to win a free month of membership, and if you're already in Inner Circle, yes, you can win this too. We'll just credit you for a month. All you have to do is share about the show, either on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram, share about over it and on with it, what you love about it, why you like listening, tag me, Christine Hassler, except on Twitter, leave the E off my first name because my name's too long, but Facebook and Instagram, it's just Christine Hassler and make sure to hashtag over it and on with it. And at the end of the month, we'll pick somebody from each platform. So three people total and you get a free month. Super cool. Okay, so last week I headed back to Austin, which is my hometown where my family is. But the reason I went was to speak at my friend Aubrey Marcus's Go For Your Win event. And if you don't know Aubrey, go back and listen to my Coach's Corner episode with him. It's probably one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. We'll link that episode up in the show notes. And what I spoke about at his event was the amazingness of our heart and the intelligence and wisdom that comes from it. You know, his course was really about, you know, going for your win, overcoming resistance, and a lot about mission. And so I felt really called to kind of bring in that feminine energy of listening and speaking from our heart. So I want to share a little bit with you that I shared with the group that I spoke to there. So for a long time, we've innately known that our hearts do more than just pump blood to our body. Think of how long expressions about listening to your heart have been around and how much the heart is associated with love and wisdom. We don't hear people say, follow your liver or get to the pancreas of the matter. Listen to your kidneys, speak from your knees. Or after a relationship ends, oh, I'm so intestine broken. No, it's all about the heart. Follow your heart, get to the heart of the matter, listen to your heart, speak from your heart. Throughout history, we have turned to the intuitive heart, that inner voice, as a source of wisdom and guidance and reassurance. We know that. We know the power of the heart, but we spend way more time in our head. It's often easier to think than to feel. Plus, we live in a very logical, mind-based world. Because of this, I found in my own life, as well as the lives of hundreds of people I've worked with, that we attempt to fix suffering with the mind. And we also primarily use our head to figure out our desires and goals. But if we only use our head to heal through analysis, and if we only use our head to figure out our goals and direct our choices, then we actually limit ourselves. And I'm not just being touchy-feely here with y'all. There is so much science that now proves how important the heart is. And I'm going to tell you three really cool things. I got this information from an organization called HeartMath. I'm obsessed with their work. Google it. You'll be obsessed too. So three really cool things that prove the heart has intelligence and wisdom are this. First, there's something called neurocardiology, which is the study of actually neurons that come from the heart. It's actually the heart's brain. So we think that the brain sends messages to the rest of our body, but actually the heart sends messages to the brain. And when they research the pathways that the heart goes to the brain, it ends up in like the intuitive center of our brain. So so often our intuition that part of our mind is getting its messages from the heart. Second, the heart actually secretes hormones. You know, we don't think of the heart as an endocrine gland, but it manufactures and secretes a number of hormones and neurotransmitters including oxytocin, the feel good hormone. And finally, the heart has a huge electromagnetic field. The heart has the most powerful source of electromagnetic energy in the human body. Basically, what I mean by that is like the heart vibes more than any other part of our brain. It's a hundred times greater in strength than the field generated by the brain. So do you think people are picking up more on how you're feeling or what you're thinking? You know, so often we go into situations and we think we have a great mindset about it, but we don't necessarily get the result or the reaction from others or from the situation we want. And a lot of that is because our heart's not in it or we're not feeling the way we need to feel to generate the kind of result or connection. So this is why attuning and healing your heart is so important. So with all this research and all of these expressions about listening to your heart Why do we still have so much in our head? Well, other than the reason I mentioned earlier about it being easier, there's a very important other reason, which I believe is the true block to accessing our heart, our pain. Let's do a quick review of basic human psychology. You were born totally connected to your heart. It was pure, open, untainted. And then things happened and your heart started to collect some splinters and cracks. And since you realized it was vulnerable, you may have started to build up walls around it. Maybe those walls started to be built as early as when you were a newborn and your mom was depressed or not attentive. Or maybe when you were six, your parents got divorced. Or maybe in fourth grade, you got bullied or teased. Or maybe at 14, you got your heart totally shattered by your biggest crush. We all have situations that happen that lead us to disconnect from our heart because we feel vulnerable. So we build walls around it and we rely on our head instead. And honestly, our head is not that useful because it begins to make up stories about how we're not lovable, how we don't belong, that we can't trust people, that it's not safe to love because we'll get hurt, that it's better to be in control and so on and so forth. Before we know it, we're creating our life and making choices based on what we think we need to do to feel safe, in control, validated and accepted. And we start suppressing our emotions because it's just too painful through numbing devices We're seeking constant pleasure, but never really feeling a sense of true fulfillment or peace. So what's the answer? How do we get out of our stories and unlock the wisdom of our heart? Well, part of it lies in being willing to process your old feelings about things that happened to you that have hurt, which brings me to my coaching session with Jane. You'll hear that she has had quite a traumatic past and has really come far in her journey, but cannot seem to get to a point where she actually feels free of it. Now, Jane's past is particularly challenging, so please, as you're feeling compassion for her, do not minimize your own challenges. And as you're listening to this call, is there something from your past that is still creating problems in your present and you're frustrated with yourself and believe you should be over it by now? Do you deal with rushing around and always feeling like you're running late or not meeting your deadlines? Finally, would you like to be able to feel and connect to and really listen to your heart? Now, before I play the call on this matter of the heart, I really want to invite you to where I think is truly the heart center of the world. You might have heard me talk about Bali on this show. It's my favorite place in the world. It's a place I have gone with a broken heart, a wide open heart. It has cracked open my heart. This year will be my seventh trip there. I've really accessed so much of my love and my intuition in Bali And that's why I decided to host a retreat there every year. So enrollment is now open. Jill's starting to take applications for our retreat in Bali. It's at the end of September. This one, I'm sorry, is only for women, but stay tuned because I've got a retreat coming up that I'm actually going to co-facilitate with Aubrey Marcus in Austin. So a little closer. So announcements will be coming up about that as well. If you aren't subscribed to my emails, go to christinehasser.com and please subscribe because that's where you'll get all the news about what I'm up to. But if you're feeling a heart longing to take an amazing trip, go to one of the most beautiful places in the world, connect deeply to your feminine power, get clarity, get answers and get deep healing, then definitely consider joining me and Bali. You can find information at ChristineHassler.com on it, or you can just email Jill at ChristineHassler.com. And now on to my coaching session with Jane. Jane, welcome to the show. What's your question?
1: Hi, Christine. So thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm 30 and I'm kind of on a long path of really trying to deal with a a really um, traumatic childhood and a few different things. And um, I'm just Finding that, you know, I'll go really well for a while and then I, you know, really fall off the, the wagon. And I think that I'm still getting like a resurgence of really strong feelings during that time, which I, I try not to push away. And I end up feeling like a bit of a victim. And I guess I'd really like to move past that and kind of halt causing problems with my progress with my mental health.
0: Mm-hmm. So in the shortest kind of statement you can, what what is the pattern? Like, how is this playing out in your current day? So in my current day, I guess, um,
1: you know, getting up at the last minute, being really tired, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> rushing around to get out of the house kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, coming home and not necessarily like catching up on stuff or... Okay. And just feeling quite anxious and bothered throughout the day
0: okay Um, okay and in terms of the traumatic childhood what what was traumatic my
1: father died when I was really young my mother um has a lot of um she's had a pretty really quite a traumatic life herself and so she was quite violent when I was a child she didn't Mm -hmm. really know how to to handle uh children acting out Mm -hmm. um and then I didn't live with her from like the age of seven onwards and I ended up living with a foster family um, and the mother was very troubled as well and so she um, uh, was always really convinced that I was trying to hurt her somehow. Like I guess someone was always watching my behaviour and my, my facial expressions and telling me that, you know, I was bad and there was something wrong with me and um, – you know, she would make me write things out of the dictionary hundreds of times,
0: mm-hmm. so,
1: psychological abuse, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, sweetheart. Hmm. You've had quite a journey, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, there's a bit, bit in there. Yeah. So here's what I want to say. There's been a lot of pain. There's There's been a lot of Experiences that you've had as a child, father dying, violent mother being tossed around, feeling like you're under a microscope, psychological abuse. But right now you're on this call with me, which means you're so attracted to the light and you're so, um, you know, it's healable and you're finding your way. So I'm saying that to you because I'm acknowledging and I have so much compassion for the hardship of your journey. But I'm also really acknowledging and really want you to feel the strength of your soul. The fact that you've gotten this far is a huge, huge sign that you will heal this and you will get to the other side and that your soul is so much stronger than anything that's happened to you. So know that and have faith in that. That's the first thing I want to say. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. So just take a deep breath. And just really acknowledge yourself. Put your one hand on your heart and one hand on your lower belly, like right beneath your navel. And just in your own words, say some kind of self acknowledgement. Like, you know, I have compassion for where I've been and acknowledge myself for how far I've come. Just in your own words, say something like that, giving yourself the self compassion and the acknowledgement.
1: Okay. I recognize where I've been and how strong I've had to be to get through that and I mean I want and I should be able to respect myself for that
0: yeah and and even more than you want to or you should but I'm proud of myself for that And yeah I'm proud of myself for that yeah and take another nice deep breath because that's really important to acknowledge You know, one thing that was really missing from your life, Jane, was people acknowledging you and people telling you they were proud of you and also feeling safe. The big reason that there's the the anxiousness is because you've never felt safe. And the big reason that you're rushing around and showing up late or not getting out of bed is, you know, you weren't ever parented. So developmentally, you didn't have structure. Yeah. You know, kids, kids. That have parents that are like, okay, it's time to get up, brush your teeth, go to school. Seven forty-five. It's time for us to leave. It's it that patterning gets put in there, and you missed out on that, so you missed out on some key developmental things. Now you can learn them. It's it's not too late, but it's just don't make yourself wrong. This is just things you you didn't learn. So part of your healing is going to be you know reparenting yourself. So that brings me to a question, um, which is, what kind of work have you done with this? What kind of therapists or practitioners have you seen how have you worked with it so far i've seen a couple of different
1: psychologists over the years and i guess most of that has just been taught therapy or cognitive behavioral therapy Mm -hmm. i try and keep a meditation practice um although that varies a lot and yeah i went on a uh, spiritual retreat uh, twice. That was very.
0: That caused a lot of upheaval in my life. Actually, so it caused upheaval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I can see why. because um, here's here's the thing. M- meditation's amazing. Spiritual retreat is amazing. But if we have trauma in our like emotional and physical body, it can almost make it worse. Yeah. Because we try, we can't really bypass that. Right. And then we feel bad because we don't feel like we're being spiritual enough or that we are failing at meditation when really there's just so much, um, you know, energy inside of you because you had to like everything that happened to you that would produce a lot of anger and a lot of sadness. Yeah. Those would be normal yeah. things like a lot of rage. and. Yeah that's in there. And that's kind of the, also the, you know, I can't be bothered. You know, there's, there's the, the irritability factor is, is repressed anger. So there's a little girl in there who wants to scream and cry and shout and like just rage and just be so mad at these adults in her life who didn't take care of her. Yeah. It's like, you're the adult. Where were you? Screw you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, I was just gonna say this is not about blaming or making people wrong, but but getting that emotion up and out and letting that have voice is a part of our healing process. Before we can yeah. get to forgiveness, and before we can get to they were doing the best they could, we need to like move the emotion out of our body. And I don't know that you've really allowed yourself to fully do that yet.
1: No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Like I, I listened to a podcast of yours a while ago where. You were talking to someone about writing um, to people who, you know, you feel like you need to get it out and, you know, just destroying the letter afterwards. And I got home from work and I was really emotional and probably hungry. And um, I wrote these letters and I was so angry mm-hmm. and I tore them up and I was really surprised at how angry
0: I was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised <laughs> mm-hmm. given oh, well. everything that happened, and for you to get yeah. to peace with it, because there will be some day that you will understand it. You'll know that you it happened for you, not to you. you'll understand it was all part of your journey. it may translate to how you become a parent, it may translate to um a mission that you become excited about it it will there will be some alchemy that happens with all of it, but I think that. You're in the part that everybody wants to avoid, which is actually yeah. going back and dealing with the shit. Part of yeah. my French. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the part because it's scary. We don't want to have to go back and feel those feelings again. We're like, I lived through it. I just want to put it behind me and I just want to feel good. And I'm like, well, yeah, you got to Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But we've got to go back and feel the things with compassion that don't feel so good in order to feel good. Yeah. And so I'm glad you did the release writing. That was such a good, that was such a beautiful example of how your intuition speaks to you. You know, you heard that, it resonated, you did it. I think it's going to take more than one letter. I'd also highly encourage getting expectation hangover and working through the temper tantrum technique. That's going to be a big one for you because that's about like physically moving the energy a little bit more. And, you know, that's, you know that's that's kind of where you are with this and i i love that you're you know working to find a new a therapist or someone to work with and you really want to find someone that can help you you know process some of the trauma because you know jane that trauma gets stored in your body you know first dad. we had we had dad die even if you were young that's still a trauma then mom was violent then at 7 You go live with strangers and that didn't even feel loving.
1: Yeah. And and, uh, I guess, yeah, I'm really stuck in a lot of, yeah, that stuff in particular. Mm -hmm. A lot of recurring dreams and things.
0: Right. Well, because it wants to come up and out. Yeah. And I will tell you, like, you you know, even in my own life when I've remembered some trauma or dealt with some things that were really yuck, I thought it was going to be a lot scarier than it actually was. Okay. Now, this is a lot. So, it you know, like I said, the release writing's good, working the temper chamber technique is good. Also, having a professional work with you through some of this that can hold that space of compassion, right? And that can kind of be a bit of a lifeline. I think is important because trauma's a, a real thing. And we don't want to, you know, like putting that pressure on yourself to go to a spiritual retreat and like process your trauma and just have it be gone is, is a, is a big expectation, right? And so allow yourself the dignity of your process and in your spiritual practice, maybe set the intention and, and the prayer of, okay, what do you use the word God, spirit, divine? What's your word? I don't know if I have a word so much as it's just a feeling. Okay. Well, if you were to ask the universe for something, let's, I'll just, I'll just use the word universe. So it's like, okay, universe, I am ready for my guides and the individuals that can really help me heal this to come forward. Show me, direct me, help me find them. Yeah. It's, it's, have you ever heard when the student is ready, the teacher appears? Yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of intention. So that you can okay. get help with this, because this, I'm not going to just bank a blanket statement and say, this isn't something you can do on your own. Cause I don't know that that's true or not true, but what my sense is, is that this would be something that would be less daunting to have support around. Yeah. And I also think sweetheart, you have had this alone feeling for so much of your life to have yeah. to sort all this out on your own and alone that just feels like it's just perpetuating that story of I'm alone and I have to figure it out on my own. And I really want to support you in being free of that. Yeah. That's that's pretty much at the
1: core of it. Really. Um, I could soon as he said that I just get this. Yeah. There's this deep feeling that kind of stirs in my gut. Yeah. Left alone.
0: Yeah. So just close your eyes and just let yourself be with that feeling for a moment. Just close your eyes. And just go back in time to little Jane, maybe when you were seven or eight. Just sort of get a picture of her in your mind. Can you see her? Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at her, what do you notice?
1: Um, I guess probably <laughs> I'm... Probably just trying to act like everything's,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: I know what's going on. I know what to do. This is,
0: Everything's good. <laughs> and when you see that, stay with her, keep looking. So that's what she's acting like on the outside. What is she feeling or thinking on the inside?
1: Like, I guess, feeling like, yeah, I have nowhere nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. I'm like stuck.
0: Yeah.
1: And let no, no one will listen to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, when I tune into her, I just hear her saying, help, will somebody please help me. Yeah. And what would you say to her? What do you want her to know?
1: I guess that I don't know what to say without kind of you know, saying things where I wish I could change the past. like I should speak up for myself.
0: Right, right. Well, when you were little, you know, that would be way too scary. So just imagine, you know, that you're just this loving presence for her right now. And I'll start saying some things to her and maybe it'll trigger some things that you want to say, okay? So I'll start and you just keep your eyes closed and you just see her. Just let this sink in. So, sweetheart, you didn't do anything wrong. None of this is your fault. I know it's so sad and it's so scary and I'm so sorry you're going through this. I'm so sorry you're going through this. And you're loved, even if it doesn't feel like it. Just know that Big Jane is with you now. She's with you and she loves you. And now... You take over. What do you want to say? And you can repeat my words if any of them resonated.
1: So I'm strong enough to get through this and I'm going to be able to take care of myself and that there's going to be good people around me who are there for me, um, even though I don't know where they are right now. And just that the people around me are hurting as well. that's
0: not my fault Mm -hmm. yeah so that was wonderful you know and and right now in this moment you've got someone with you that's holding space for you and that has so much compassion so just look at it's already starting to show up you're asking for support you're putting it out there and it's already starting And part of your healing, Jane, will be to reconnect to this little girl because she sort of got left behind by a bunch of people and you want to make sure that you don't leave her behind. And the compassion and that motherly, nurturing energy is going to be important. One of the things that's kind of coming forward for me to tell you is if you can find a place to go volunteer with kids. Okay. um, that would be helpful.
1: Oh,
0: all right. I hadn't thought
1: of that before. I usually just think of animals.
0: And it can be, um, usually just think about animals. Is that what you said? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Animals are such unconditional love. Uh, but I'd, I'd love you even if you could find, you know, five, six, seven, look around and again, put it out there to the universe. And if it's going to read at the library or, kind of mentor, big sister kind of stuff, but definitely under under the age of like eight ish under the age of eight to ten. And just see if yeah. you can go spend some time with some kids because kids help really elicit our mothering energy, our parental energy. and I think that that's important for you to reconnect to and it's gonna help you find that place of love and compassion for yourself. And also help you feel purposeful. Yeah. Okay. Okay? So does this give you some things to work with? Does this give you some direction?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. Good.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And just know you're not alone. Okay. You're not alone, Jane. You're not alone. And, And remember that strength is not pushing through. Strength is having the courage to go in, to be vulnerable, to allow ourselves to feel. It's not just about getting through and going through the motions. That's not true strength. That's repression.
1: Yeah. So yeah. just
0: be mindful with yourself of and gentle. And, you know, yes, you're strong, but strength and vulnerability. Repression Mm -hmm. has been your survival skill. Yeah. But it's not how you will thrive. Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, just to complete, I would love you to say three loving things to yourself or about yourself and really feel them when you say them. Harsh.
1: So I'm really glad of my drive to keep trying and trying new things in how I get through this. I might I might um, slow down sometimes but I never really give up. Yeah. And I'm really glad of being able to welcome some people into my life that I can talk to. And I can be really honest with you about how I'm feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um, you're I'm, very, mm, go ahead. I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> how writing a thought. I'm really courageous. And I believe in myself.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm courageous. Yeah. I do believe in myself.
0: And I believe in you. I so acknowledge Jane for her courage, her vulnerability. And my point about the fact that she was on the call with me really demonstrates how far she's come. And if you're listening, if you found your way to this podcast, it's a sign that you too have come so far. And if there's pain from your past or some expectation hangover you're dealing with, trust me, you're already well on your way to getting to the other side. You wouldn't have found your way here if you didn't have that call, those tools, the openness, the willingness, and the possibility of truly being able to get over it and on with it, even if it feels insurmountable right now. We're guided to our resources and our teachers and the material and the tools that will help us heal. I promise you, if you're listening, you've already come so far. And I really want you to acknowledge yourself for how far you've come. I was talking about this with one of my one on one clients recently. I said, you know, I know that there are goals and there are things that you really want to accomplish and there are some mountains that feel like you're at the base of, but I want you to look behind you and see all the mountains you've climbed. Acknowledge how far you've come. When you look at how far you've come, and this is a psychological thing too, when you look at your progress, what's ahead doesn't seem so insurmountable. It doesn't seem so overwhelming. Part of the reason we feel overwhelmed or like, oh, we're never going to get through it is because we're not acknowledging and celebrating the steps we have made. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this session with Jane. First, the anxiousness. I know this is something that a lot of you may deal with. You might have anxiousness. You might find yourself procrastinating. You might find yourself always rushing around, hitting the snooze button, just really not having structure and routine in your life. So A lot of that comes from maybe having a little bit of a chaotic childhood, maybe not having parents that you could count on, maybe not having that structure, or perhaps you had too much structure and you totally (laughs) rebel against it. So it's two sides of the same coin. If that's true for you, don't make yourself wrong, but don't use your past as an excuse to either be a rebel or to feel like you can't parent yourself and you can't put structure in. You can. Even if it was a developmental phase you missed, it's really your time to reparent yourself. So a good action step you could do is maybe get an accountability partner. This is something we do in Inner Circle. Everybody that joins Inner Circle gets an accountability group, and they're finding it so helpful in terms of getting their daily morning and evening practices done because they have an accountability team that they're checking in with and being like, hey, I did this. So if structure's hard for you, get an accountability partner, someone that you can say, hey, I did this or I didn't do this. We tend to show up for other people a little better than we show up for ourselves until we really establish that discipline of self-honoring choices. Also, emotional processing. Something I talk about it a lot on the show. I wrote a whole section in Expectation Hangover on emotional release work. If you don't have the book, get it. Mental processing, going to to spiritual meditation retreats may not do the trick for a lot of trauma and doesn't even have to be trauma. Really, I think that we can't heal pain, any kind of pain, with our head. There's even research that supports it. Maybe I'll talk about that on a future episode. And one of the ways that you can start to process your pain is through writing. Lots of research on this as well. People tend to be able to process and release emotions through writing. And even Jane and I talked about this in her session. She said that she did some letter writing and she was surprised at how angry she was. You may be too because you've probably been repressing emotion because it's felt too scary for you. So you've been distracting yourself or numbing yourself. And I just want to say, if you feel like you can't hear your intuition, if you feel like you don't know what your calling is, if you feel like you just don't know what your desires are, it's probably because you can't hear your heart. And we have to often process that pain to really hear our heart. So have the courage to do it. And there is a day where alchemy happens. There's a time when we're really feeling the pain and dealing with it. But then there's a day where it lifts. And so we go back to feel the things that didn't feel so good then to feel good now. We go back with compassion. We go back with understanding. You see, trauma and any kind of pain gets stored in our body. We cannot get through it on our own sometimes too, which is why it's so important to reach out to a professional, like I encourage Jane to do. And furthermore, processing everything on our own keeps that alone feeling and reinforces the belief that we have to do it on our own. If any of you out there can relate to you having some really painful things, perhaps even traumatic things happen to you, you may want to research somatic therapy. That's a the kind of therapy that really helps you feel and release emotions. But again, use your own intuition when it comes to finding the coach or the therapist that's right for you. Remember, strength is not pushing through something. Strength is true vulnerability. The heart wants what it wants, and sometimes it wants you to be vulnerable enough to feel the things that you haven't really given yourself permission to feel with compassion. And remember, what the heart wants and needs is not often logical. It feels deeply. It often doesn't make sense. And sometimes it can be downright scary to listen. But to truly live into our human potential, we must connect to our heart. We must be vulnerable enough to feel the pain it has endured. We must be brave enough to take down the walls we've built around it to protect ourselves, and we must be willing to listen to it, even if, especially if, it doesn't make sense. So some assignments for you. Emotional release writing. Like I said, research proves the effectiveness of it. Grab Expectation Hangover. I teach you how to do release writing in it. Second, in your spiritual practice, whatever that is, In your visualizations or your prayers, pray for the teachers, guides, healers, therapists, coaches, in physical human form to come forward. Ask for help in finding them. Third, if you're processing pain from your childhood, I highly encourage you to volunteer with some kids or even some animals. You want to feel that feeling of unconditional love in your heart that often gets blocked or guarded because we've been so hurt. But when we're around kids, like my nephews were just here visiting and oh, my heart's just so open because of them, it ignites that feeling of unconditional love inside of us. So small children or animals are really good ways to help awaken the heart and acknowledge yourself and say really loving things to yourself, just like you would a small child or an animal. Find that place of unconditional love to you, from you, inside of you. And the last thing I wanted to remind you all of is that we're in the middle of B-School enrollment and B-School from my point of view is the most heart based online business training program for how to really actualize your dreams. It's from Marie Forleo, who has successfully had her own online business for years now. And I love the way she teaches because she really teaches in the most authentic way. She teaches you how to build your business or take your business to the next level from your heart, from your most authentic self. So if you go to christinehassler.com slash school, you can find more information there. And I'm giving some amazing bonuses this year for anyone who enrolls through my link. I'm a partner for the program because I believe in B School. One of the bonuses includes a free mastermind day with me. So be sure to check that out. Often following our heart is really following that desire to be our own boss. So listen to that calling. All right, everyone, sending you so much love. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It and on With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com.